Let's go, girls. From New York City to Los Angeles, Powered Up with Beck and Franklin is giving women of all ages permission to live the life they've always dreamed of. Why live in black and white when you can choose the brilliance of 3D and Technicolor? Each week, Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin and their high-powered guests will be here to cheer you on, to share their challenges, their successes, and what they've learned along the way. It's all about women supporting women. The stories and practical tips on sex, beauty, money, and so much more are designed to help you reconnect to the powerful woman you are. Fabulous knows no limits. Now it's time for you to expand your boundaries. Here are Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin. Hey, ladies, this is Sandra Beck, and Linda Franklin has the night off. We are going to visit today with Reese Thomas. He wrote this cool book called Discover Your Purpose, How to Use the Five Life Purpose Profiles to Unlock Your Hidden Potential and Live the Life You Were Meant to Live. Now, this is a really cool book. I haven't been paid to endorse it. I did get an advanced copy of it uh, from a publisher. But I do have to say, Reese Thomas has made me uglier and crabbier because I started reading this book at like eight o'clock at night and this was a couple of weeks ago um actually over the summer and i couldn't put it down and i had to go get my highlighter and i had to go get my you know pencil so i could take these little questionnaires and find out if i was a creative idealist or charismatic leader charmer a knowledgeable achiever and then he talks about photos and how people look and so i had to go to facebook and start matching up people i did not get to bed i kid you not till like three in the morning i read it cover to cover it's dog-eared and tattered. Um, so without further ado, I'm going to introduce to you Reese Thomas, our author interview for today. Reese, I got to tell you, totally dig in your book. Oh, thank you, Sandra. It is, it's a lot of fun. It was, it's, it, it, was, it was fun discovering all that fun stuff. So yeah. Looking- I bet. I bet. Now, um, before we get into the meat of this stuff, uh, why don't you introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about who you are and why we should listen to you because you've got some pretty cool stuff to say. Uh, yeah, uh, well, I um, I am – normally, normally uh, they're reading my bio. This is much better. I get to tell you. Um, I, I'm, I'm a fun guy who, who has uh, – who, who really have, have always been really interested in, in, in high performance and sort of like in, in, the, in the amazing qualities within people. And, and I got very sort of off track in, as I was an athlete and a professional tennis player and then a martial artist for 25 years and, and, um, and, a, and, then, a, and then a tennis professional. Uh, I, thought that, I thought that high performance was something like, like your body, you know, getting your body to perform at its highest possible level, understand chi energy, understand all these, all these sorts of, uh, of things. Uh, but but I, what I what I sort of was missing was was that was that there was a quality in each person which I would teach to and I would and I would always notice when I was a when I was a tennis pro I wasn't one of those guys that ever taught the way everybody else teaches I taught the way I like to teach and 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 I always found that there was a quality within people that was sort of their character their their and and some people are great at singles. 
and other people are great at doubles and other people are, you know, they're the ones that you want to make sure, uh, you know, go for the shot at the, at the end, uh, because they're, they're, they're clutch players and there's, and, you know, and using this tennis metaphor and they're, and they're players that just never want to hurt anybody, you know, or beat anybody because they just like them too much. It's just like, I didn't want, I didn't want to win because, because they, I, they're my friends. And, and each person uh, I started noticing was needed a, a kind of a different way of, of coaching them to be successful. And then success became this thing that wasn't really the outward success of, of winning that everybody else would say. But the success for me was, did they feel like they were fulfilled by what they were doing in their life? And, and that sort of started in my, in my teens and 20s. when I, was, I, I started teaching really early when I was in my teenage years when I was competing. And, um, and this sort of evolved. And it wasn't until I sort of was having a, a crisis in my life of trying to be what I thought I was supposed to be, which was a, achieving, uh, you know, a good father and a good provider and, uh, and a good businessman. And I started my own, uh, company and made a product and, you know, and that was teaching people how to be more coordinated and, and all this stuff. And I, and I realized that I, that it wasn't really feeding me and it was exhausting to keep that up. And I wasn't being understood at work. I wasn't being understood in my primary relationship. I certainly wasn't being there for my children. And, and I, I sort of, I, I kind of hit this, this crisis in my life, uh, which I call now the midlife calling. Uh, but it was, it was sort of a, a, a it's kind of a, uh, a quiet, uh, uh, you know, sort of hiding of, of, of this, of these feelings and just putting on a smile. And I ended up going to an energy medicine school, a four year energy medicine school where they train you in becoming a, a healer. But what I found in there was that to become a healer is not a technique. To become a healer, you have to become yourself. And when you're yourself, like, uh, which my favorite healer is Martin Luther King, uh, when you become yourself, you become an inspiration to everyone who doesn't know who they are and would love to share more of themselves, but they're afraid to. And so when someone's fearlessly willing to stand out and say, this is what I am. I'm this crazy thing. And I always thought that all these crazy ideas that I had around, you know, uh, uh, these, you know, I'm, I'm what's called the creative idealist. I'm, I, I have these crazy ideas about, uh, you know, about, uh, you know, the way things work and dreams and, and seeing energy and time stopping and going forward. And, and I was thinking, nobody wants to hear that stuff. They just want to hear how to perform better and be better at what they do. And, and then I find out later on that after after I did all my inner work and started my own energy medicine school, and that's all they want to hear from me because that's my purpose. And so and so I discovered that that I had tried to live about thirty years of my life, maybe thirty five years of my life, trying to be what society want, sells men they ought to be, which is a strong, uh, you know, driven leader type of type of thing, and I wasn't that at all. And it never, it never fed me. And then I started going back to my clients and working with people, and I realized that the that there are these five qualities of people, um, which we'll talk about, uh, and and they're evenly distributed between men and women. There are just as many leader and and achieving women uh, as there are men, and there are just as many uh, deep feeling and caretaking men as there are women. And 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 so this this idea that we're taught that that the difference, the my major difference between people are that they're men and women is actually a lie. That only that only is a it only works at the first chakra. From the second chakra up, your life purpose is they're they're distributed evenly, and and we need leader 
leaders, we need uh, achievers, we need caretakers, we need lovers, and you know, and and, and soft, gentle people, and we need creative people uh, in both men and women uh, in our in in our society. So those, and that was I, I sort of came to that and realized that oh my god, that's what I've been teaching to my whole life, but I didn't really know it. And then I decided, forget it, forget teaching tennis. I'm just going to teach it directly to you. Let's let's love your life and find your greatest power and live it. Well, and I think you know you you epitomize the the phrase "be yourself." Like that's the one thing that came strong through all of your writing. And you know, and it was so cool to actually listen to you. You know about like your philosophy and and where you came from because, like many of us, you know, and this radio show is targeted towards you know it's professional women. You know, we're we're talking forties, fifties, sixties. We're we're achievers, and we've been put in all these little boxes. Reese, I know. You know, I went to Northwestern. I went to their business school, and not. I'm not dog and Northwestern at all. They're great and everything, but they put, you know, or maybe I put myself, I don't know, or culture put me in this little box. I was supposed to have short hair. I was supposed to wear a business suit. You know, I was supposed to do all these things. And in reality, I'm like a giant, silly goofball. I'm very good at what I do. Don't get me wrong. But the way I go about it is rather unorthodox. And I think that you took a lot of the unorthodox and you made it okay. Well, it's, it's important to understand that, that in business, the only person who really is accepted the, today in business, in, in a, there, there are two people that are accepted in, in business right now, the charismatic leaders and the knowledgeable achievers. And, and knowledgeable achievers are like are, – are, everybody's expected to be a knowledgeable achiever, neat, clean, organized, show up on time, do your job, be really, really good at it. Uh, and and be and be able to push yourself beyond any limit that any human being should push themselves, uh, and and be and be very diligent in the way in the way you do. Or you need to be the or you need to be the the one who's willing to burn all the bridges and be the you know the Richard Bransons and and or the you know the the the, the people that are that are willing to do whatever it takes to win and to make and, and to you know to, so the so the CEOs the CEOs of the world are the are the charismatic leaders and the COOs are the knowledgeable achievers and everybody down below them are supposed to you know you know fall in line and and there really isn't a place for the soft caring heart people or just the sort of the spacey creative people they you know they 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 are being told that that isn't a strong character and certainly the team players are well liked but they're taken advantage of they aren't they aren't uh because they don't because they aren't valued because they aren't uh, necessarily have their own ideas about things they're more there to serve everybody else's ideas and help everybody else get along and, and succeed they tend also not to be uh highly decorated or paid well and so the only people that get paid well are the ones that are that are are either knowledgeable achievers or, or leaders and if you're going into a corporate environment you you better be one of those. And if you aren't, you just pretend. And when you pretend that you're somebody that you are not, you're, you're, you know, you're going to be miserable. You're, you're going to be running your energy through the wrong body. And when that happens, nobody's going to really understand you. You aren't going to understand your life or why things are coming at you the way they come at you. And you'll probably have a lot of, of, of illness and, and or uh, you know, sort of body issues. So oh, you're you're going to go way deeper than that because I'm a you know I'm a refugee from corporate America. I escaped yeah. like with my hair intact. That's about it. Um, yeah. You know you're going to be exhausted. You're going to be drained. It's it's so heavy to carry around with you another personality, another way of being, another everything because you have to fit 
fit into the corporate mold. Now, I need to take us to commercial break, Reese. Um, yep. My name is Sandra Beck, and this is Powered Up Talk Radio. And we are visiting today with author uh, Reese Thomas. You're going to want to get a copy of this book. It's called Discover Your Purpose. It's big and thick, and it's got you know pictures and questionnaires. So if you totally dig this kind of stuff, um, it's for you. I, In all honesty, I picked it up at 8 o'clock at night. I didn't finish it till 3 o'clock in the morning. I took notes. It's joyful, funny. It's exciting. You can look at your husband, your wife, your kids. You can, you know, you just need a section on dogs, not to tell you how to write your book, but um, <laughs> it works. It works for dogs. It doesn't work for dogs. I'm so oh, glad. Okay. Right. We're going to come back from the break and we're going to talk about all these different things that Reese just, you know, rattled on about this creative idealist, team player, charismatic leader, knowledgeable achiever, emotional intelligence specialist. Who are you? Find out who you are, according to Reese, after the break. We've got lots more Powered Up with Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin after these messages. Congratulations on being the proud owner of an adorable, soft, cuddly, sweet-smelling, smiling, cooing, hungry, tired, gassy, screaming little bundle of joy. So now what? Where's the owner's manual for this thing? Where are my instructions? Right here. It's Baby and Toddler Instructions with Blythe Lippman on toginet.com. Infant care specialist Blythe Lippman has worked with babies for over 20 years and works extensively with new parents providing workshops, in-home visits, tips, and daily phone calls to ease those frazzled nerves. With Baby and Toddler Instructions, you can get the advice you need on how to survive and enjoy your baby's first year. For more information on Blythe and how she can help you, go to babyinstructions.com. From 32 ways to stop a baby from crying to 14 ways to get a baby to eat and so much more, it's Baby and Toddler Instructions with Blythe Lippman on toginet.com. This is God in Country, the collision of faith and politics, hosted by nationally known speaker, Reverend Dr. Sean Michael Greener. Not your typical Rev. Dr. Sean is a proud military veteran, former law enforcement officer, and founder of the internationally regarded Executive Protection Team. Dr. Sean holds a bachelor's degree in biblical counseling and master's and doctorate degrees in theology and is currently pursuing a doctorate in ministry with a Hebrew worldview focus. Through his counseling, elite life coaching, and national speaking, this ninja pastor tells it like it is. This series is biblically and politically engaged with the pedal to the metal. Join host and author of the acclaimed yet controversial book, Excellence Killed the Church, How Mediocrity is Destroying America, Dr. Sean Michael Greener, every Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here on this radio network. Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin. Here's more Powered Up with Beck and Franklin. 
Hey, ladies, this is Sandra Beck, Linda Franklin has the night off. We are visiting today with Discover Your Purpose author, Reese Thomas, how to use these five life purpose profiles to unlock your hidden potential and live the life you are meant to live. Now, I got to tell you, girls, you know, even though this is a big, fat book, and I always make fun of big, fat books, this is a big, fat book that you have to read. You're going to highlight it. You're going to see your ex-husband. You're going to see your sister. You're going to see your brother. You're going to see your dad. You're going to see your kids, and you're going to start to understand understand people in a whole new manner and how you relate to them. And most importantly, you're going to learn to understand some things about yourself. And it's really well organized. It's fun to read and it's valuable. I would love to see every manager in corporate America, anybody in human resources, anybody that works with people, teachers that work with kids, you know, I would love them to get their paws on a copy of this because it really does change the way you see yourself and you relate to people. Um, now, Reese, there's five characteristics here or five personality types or physical types. I don't know what, what, what you call them. But- all, all the same. Just just so you understand that there, there are five there are five. What- I call profiles and there, profiles. and there are and there are uh, other profiling systems out there there's there's the Myers-Briggs and there's Enneagram and there's this yeah. there are a whole bunch of them and and they're all the the difference between what I'm doing here and what and what uh, and what those are um, those are behavioral based and and what the difference is is that this I learned I learned these through energy medicine through the through the deeper structures uh, energetically within us that form our behaviors that are that are the that are the motivating factors in why we behave the way we behave um, in, in, whether we're in our core what I call a core quality or in defense and when we go into our 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 vow to always be good or always uh, always never never you know never never stand down or you know never, or always or, or always hide or or always be loving or you know all, all of those sorts of things that we do when when we're in what we call defense um, you know those are very specific to a certain energy type certain purposes in life and so there's a soul purpose that we have that's very different than our behavior and and the problem the the, the problem with behavioral only studies is that our minds are so smart. They're so, and they're so. We're, we 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 developed our cerebral cortex because it's a really dangerous world, and its job is to protect us, not discover us. And so it protects us by hiding us in a shell. And and so and so the so the idea of uh, of 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 the of the of the mind taking over your life is that it will behave in the way it feels like it should. And it'll be who you think you're supposed to be to be the most successful in your relationship and your job and, and, and in that. And so you can actually look, if I looked at my life, my, you know, most of my life, the 30 years that I was, you know, between my teenage years and, and, and into my, into my, uh, for, you know, early, late thirties, early forties, um, I would say without a doubt that I was a knowledgeable achiever because that's what I was trying to be. That's why I made those choices. I made those behaviors. And if I only look at behavioral, I would have taken those other tests, which I did, and they proved that that's what I was. Once I started doing energy medicine and, and, you, and realized that you can't know who you are by thinking ever, you have to feel it. You have to have this deeper sense of calling and, and how are you called and where have you always been called? And so knowing that deeper quality within you, that is, that's the, that's the, the essence of, of really knowing, really knowing the self and your behaviors then 
uh, are should you know when you recognize that that you can actually live in the wrong profile uh, and and really be convinced of it and and often uh, you know I, I mean I run a I run an energy medicine school at my own energy medicine school in up in Boston area and we have about 125 students come in and. Even though they've read my work and done done things, many of them are still confused as to really who they truly are and what that even me- and what that really means. And so, so I wrote this book because this is this is like probably this book, which is almost four hundred pages, is probably one tenth of what I teach about the profiles and about about you know your who you really are in the school. But it's a huge step for uh, for people to to begin this process because. When you know who you are, and like you said, you might know, you know, you'll recognize your children. You won't expect when when you know what their profile is, when you know what their what their life purpose is, what their soul's purpose is. You will you will be much more supportive of behaviors that may not be your behaviors, but maybe but but will be very natural for them, and and they might be things that you're like, oh, I could never do that. Um, and maybe you know if they're your children, you might say, well, you we don't do that in this family, but that child really needs to express that quality, whether it be very nurturing or loving or or wild and, and aggressive. Uh, you know, you need to you need to recognize which of you which of these people you you you're working with, and like you said, managers too, so you can support them in, in really expressing themselves their natural way rather than in the way that's expected. Well, and that's so important, you know, when we talk about, you know, parenting on top of this. And, you know, one of the things, Reese, that really struck me, you know, when I was, you know, looking at my kids here, um, and I was really happy to have something like this because, you know, I was a product of the Myers-Briggs everything and the personality typing and, you know, all this stuff. And they, it was funny because no matter who gave the test, depending on the environment that I worked in and what was expected of me, you know, I would be that person. And it was very interesting to me to look at this in a very different way and to score myself and to go through and just, you know, my kids are eight and and 12. So it's not, you know, it's hard for me to score them, but I, you know, I did my best on that and I could see how I need to, it, it was in alignment with what I knew as a mother, how to nurture my kids, how to get the best out of them. You know, thank God I came from a family, you know, where my parents looked at us all as individuals. You know, we all were athletes to a greater or lesser extent or musicians or whatever. So we could go where, you know, our hearts took us. But I know that's not true to a lot of situations. And when I look as a single mother to my kids raising them, you know, you get worried and you think like, oh, my God, you know, they they should go this way because that's what society says. And you know, I fight that cultural influence and your book gave me permission or actually gave my kids permission to be who they are along with, with me being who I am. And I thought that was pretty cool. It, and it is. And, and to know that, and to know that, uh, um, you know, that, that, you're that you're truly a charismatic leader uh or, char- or charming person you know you you have that and that's and that's not just something you've picked up along the way uh or you're truly the knowledgeable achiever that 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 sees the big picture and you know and is and is incredibly has has enormous ability to look at a big, look at anything and, and create structure out of it they'll walk in your house and they'll say you know that that couch goes over there not over here and they they've never been in there before they they understand the, the, the sort of how things work and people that are just natural givers that they what we call the team players uh they their whole purpose is you 
I mean, it's, it seems silly, you know, in our, in our culture that that we teach everybody that you need to know your life purpose. You need to know exactly what you want to be doing in your life and get out there and do it. But when you're talking to a team player, um, as you are telling them that, they're like, "Yes, that's my life purpose. You're helping me, you know, being with me and us together. That's my life purpose." And being with the other person's their life purpose, not figuring out what they're supposed to do individually. It's how they work as a team, and they're literally born to do that. And and then we have the, the people who are the super, super feelers and the, and the heart-centered ones and the ones that, that just have this deep ability to, to have unconditional love. And, and they've never hurt a fly. That's the key with that one. They're, 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 they are gentle, gentle people. They've never hurt anybody. A lot of the profiles can have deep love. But the, but the way you know you're what we call the emotional intelligence specialist is that you have never hurt anybody. And and then the final one is, is the creative idealists, where these people are are, are you know the children who are looked at as 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 often um, you know uh, not able to concentrate or, or not, you know not not paying attention and they're somewhere else and their minds are always always going and they're being told no 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 ground yourself get on here look at me you'll be focused and and when we when we try to teach the the creative idealist to be more grounded you know and we try to teach the emotional intelligence specialist not to be so overwhelmed by life and cry so much. We try to teach the team player to be more independent, and we try to teach the knowledgeable achiever uh, anything <laughs> you know <laughs> that they don't already know, uh, and and uh, and then we try to teach the charismatic leader to curb their their wild nature or their this this uh, this volatile energy within them that that just can explode or can be or you know aggression. just sort of everywhere the aggression you know and 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 of course all of these things need to be channeled but but the but to but to make them wrong which is almost always what happens in school and as and as children and and adults need to curb some of these behaviors um the child learns and makes this impossible choice between being real and being loved and when that and when that occurs um that creates what i call a vow and a vow is something where you will say, will in your nervous system, you will say, I will always or I will never, I will always be good or I will always hide that trait. I will never show that again. I will never ask to be loved again. I will never. And, and those types of, of, of hard worn vows. Um, are very specific to each of the of each of the profiles. Each profile will vow very differently in their lives, and they'll make very different vows. And I go through that in the book. Each each profile, and you learn how you may have made a vow to be somebody that you aren't, or to hide certain traits because it's just it's too painful to be wounded again like that. Because our greatest, our, our, we're taught that the wound is is some sort of trauma that happened to us. And uh, and and I've I've seen in energy work that that's it's not actually the wound that traumatizes us; it's the vow we make it's around the vow. these wounds. Absolutely, yeah. So so yeah. So and and then and then discovering the vow also can help you realize. Well, if I made that vow, that means I probably have this trait. And so the vows do help you uh, recognize who you are and get and get to the source of that of that. And then understand that there's a freedom statement, a freedom quality within you that is your is the pro, is the profile. Like for instance, for me, if anything goes on, it's like okay, I've got all this thing going on. There's big you know trauma happening. How would my creative idealist deal with this? Uh, rather than, since I always tried to be a knowledgeable achiever who can solve anything, um, you know, my knowledgeable achiever would say, "Oh, you dummy! You should have done it this way, and this is how it should be, and you're and you you should have been more organized, and you should have been this." And the truth is, is that that's not who I am. I'm I'm, I'm not that. 
And I and when I allow for me for that deeper quality of creativity to come in, it makes a huge difference. And so for each of your people that are listening, learning how to support yourself is learning how to embrace this core quality within you. That's you know what, Reese, I got to take yeah. us to commercial break. When we come okay. back from the break, this is Sandra from Powered Up Talk Radio. We're going to talk more with Reese Thomas and find out why we do the things we do. We've got lots more Powered Up with Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin after these messages. This is for all you girls about 42. Toss some pennies into the fountain of youth. If you could live your life truly standing in a place of peace, joy, and abundance, wouldn't that make your heart soar? Now you can. With lessons in joyful living with your host, Kimberly Rinaldi, Mondays at noon central. Kimberly Rinaldi, having created a highly successful coaching practice, now teaches lessons in joyful living. She believes in empowering others and that through it, you have the ability to break through any and all barriers, thus allowing you to reach your greatest potential and joyfully step into your life's purpose. What used to take weeks, months, or even years, she can now teach you in a matter of hours with her programs. For more on Kim and her show, go to her website, KimberlyRinaldi.com. That's R-I-N-A-L-D-I.com. Then join us for Lessons in Joyful Living with your host, Kimberly Rinaldi. I am not the woman I used to be. I'm free with Minister Diane Jones. Monday nights at 10, 9 central on Toginet. This is your chance, ladies, to hear stories of hope and healing from someone who's been there. Someone who has fought back from the horrors of incest. Minister Diane's innocence was stolen from her in the land of alcoholism and mental illness, which led to her being emotionally, physically, and sexually abused by her parents. Yet in spite of this trauma, she has gone on to become a successful wife, mother, registered nurse, and minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ. I'm not the woman I used to be. I'm Free is a straight-up show to enlighten you and to lighten your load. Do not let the weight of this world or the things that have happened to you control your life. For more on the show and Diane and her book, The Story of Me, email her directly from her show page here on Toginet. Then, join us for I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be, I'm Free, with Minister Diane Jones, Monday nights at 10, 9 central on toginet.com. We're back with Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin. Here's some more Powered Up with Beck and Franklin. This is Hey, ladies, this is Sandra Beck, and Linda Franklin has the light, no, I'm sorry, the night off. She doesn't have the light off. She has the night off. Um, we're visiting today with Reese Thomas. He wrote this cool book called Discover Your Purpose. You're going to want to get a copy of it. Um, it's about 20 bucks, depending on, you know, if you're in the U.S. or Canada, but it is so worth it. If you like to learn about yourself, if you like to learn about other people, what makes them tick, how to get along better with somebody. I mean, this book explained to me, you know, some of the reasons on top of, you know, a million other ones that my ex-husband and I didn't make it, why my kids and I fight, why I fight with my one sister like you wouldn't believe. I mean, it's really fun to read this because you're going to see yourself, you're going to see other people. And he's broken it down into these life purpose profiles. And, you know, there's five of them and people kind of fall into, you know, one or more of these categories. But it really does 
kind of make order out of some things that feel like disorder uh, when you're dealing with populations. So um, whether it's your family, whether it's your work life, it's definitely worth reading. And I highly, highly recommend this book. I was not paid to endorse it. So I just want to make that clear up front. Um, oh, the guy's name is spelled Reese, R-H-Y-S. So R-H-Y-S Thomas, T-H-O-M-A-S, because uh, that could be a point of confusion. Now, Reese, we talked before the break about these different, um, you know, life purpose profiles, these profiles that you came up with. When yeah. I did your uh, test in here, I did, you know, your check your questionnaire, um, mm-hmm. I ended up getting like two sevens, two eights, and a six, which put me right smack in the middle of everybody. There was no clear leader in the horse race here. And I was so glad because when I was taking it, I could, you know, see kind of where things were falling. And then I'm like, crap, crap, I'm not this person. Crap, I'm not this one. I'm not that one. I don't have two stops, you know, top scoring profiles. And then you answered that. You said when you may have scored very evenly among the two, three, or four profiles, it makes it difficult to determine where I fall in that that horse race, if you will. Can we talk a little bit about that? Uh, sure. Actually, it makes it very clear where you fall. You are a charismatic leader uh, because the charismatic leaders are the people that are the natural actors and actresses in the world. That's their job. They have they have huge energy, and they can actually uh, you know the, the, the charismatic leader charmers and and they are great talk show hosts. They they their strongest. <laughs> Their strongest energy center is their fifth chakra. They're they're speaking because they're they're here to inspire. And the most inspiring things that you can do is to is to inspire people through your words, through your passion, and 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 through your actions as well. But but in this in in our world today, your ability to inspire through the word is very very important. And so and so uh, the fact that you can see and that you. Um, and that you make the choices of of some team playing and some, and you can certainly see the poor me and emotional intelligence specialist. Uh, I also have a I also have a, a full profile assessment um, that's online where uh, which which it's is in rather than a hundred questions, it's five hundred questions, and it, it gives you. Uh, it, it gives you also the difference between which ones you choose out of defense and which ones you choose out of core, like which ones you see in yourself. And you might find that that uh, a lot of these were chosen in in the defense quality of that of that uh, as well. But what you can do is once you once you sort of go and read through the read through the chapters and you and you read about the charismatic leader and and after you read about the charismatic leader, you probably said, oh boy, that's there's something about that for me, right? Oh, what's right on? Are you kidding? I think I highlighted right. the whole chapter. Right. So now you can say, all right, so once so you take the assessment and it sort of shows where you think you are. And then you want to go back and then you want to look at all the questions you answered yes to and then ask would that come from my charismatic leader? So for, for instance, for your charismatic leader, you go back to all of the the yeses that you had for team playing. And then and then recognize that when you team play, which I think I, my sense is that you also have some a strong a strong team player. Uh, that's why you have this radio show with your partner, and uh, and so you know with uh, you know with Linda and and uh, you know so you like you know there's a, there's a part of you that actually does some some good team playing. But keep in mind that when you when you really go back, if you were char- if you were charismatic leader primary, everything in the world is there to serve you. 
And 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 of, of course, the greatest altruistic people, charismatic leaders, uh, Martin Luther King, for instance, who I love, uh, is uh, you know are, are people that have that that need to to help everyone, but they have to do it their way on their terms, and they're the only ones that can do it. So they have to be the they have to sort of lead that. So even though you. Are, would you know would check off a, a team player sort of a, a thing put I always put family first I always you know those types of things the way you do it is by protecting them by uh, by by doing it for them but but also it's it gives you a level of sort of a little control in their life too so if I if I always take you somewhere that means you're dependent upon me to take you somewhere and that means you're in control of where I go <laughs> um, right. and and so and so you will end up having this leadership position even when when you're not you'll also check off uh, often charismatic leaders will um, check a lot of the emotional intelligence specialists because charismatic leaders by their nature have this deep passion and emotion and they will actually feel broken sometimes and overwhelmed and and overly emotional and and like a poor me which is the defense of the emotional intelligence specialist uh but the truth is is that is that um that you the, the emotional intelligence specialist collapses with no energy when you go to that place there's there's an enormous charge in that in that in that place that that's more uh so so for instance you know you say, you know, you if you get really down or upset about something and you're like, oh, God, I'm so upset and I just can't do anything. I can't get up. I don't want to, you know, you get, which we all do, or we get sick or something. And then someone comes in and, and, and you know, annoys you. You can get right up and kick their ass right out of the room. Um, whereas the whereas the emotional intelligence specialist will just say, "Oh, just one more thing that I just can't handle, and I'm so can't do." So so when they're in that, so so you may choose things, but you want to always look at that and say, "Yes, that's true," but I'm also there's also this leader. There's also this sort of like charismatic leaders are all on or all off. So it's so by the nature of being a charismatic leader, uh, you can you can pretty much know that you're either uh, going to be leading in the light or the shadow, and there's no in-between. That's and- so dead on. I mean, I can't, you know, <laughs> when you were saying that thing, I was thinking like the times, you know, my dad would always tell me, even as a little girl, there were those Bobo dolls, you know, you blow them up and you punch them and they, they yep. bounce back and forth. And he's yep. like, you know, Sandra, that's who you are. He's like, you know, you might get knocked down. He's like, but then something will, something will happen. He goes, you'll bounce right back up. And, you know, that right. you couldn't have said that more eloquently. Right. And, and so it's, so recognizing that and, and you probably pick some creative idealists as well. Cause I mean, if you have a show like this, um, you know, you really need to, uh, you know, have a creative mind that's always thinking and always coming up with questions and things. So you have that creative idealist as well, but you're doing it. You're thinking of ways to lead and to inspire, not just ways to think more. And so, and so you'll, you'll choose those at first and really look through them. And then what you want to do is you want to go back and you'll probably see some knowledgeable achiever in there too, trying to do things on time and, and, and organized and structured and, and see the big picture. But, um, but you wanted to go back and, and, and then you want to read, not only read those and see that they do serve because everything you do has to serve your core quality, your, your, Every every part of your energy body, your every chakra is designed to serve your core, this core, this core quality within you, and and by knowing uh, that, uh, you can then go and also read every one of the charismatic leader ones and say, in some way, these are going to 
you know, almost all of them should apply to you. And that's, and then you start embracing the fact that I do have these strong qualities and these, and these controlling qualities and these inspiring qualities and also these broken and controlling, uh, and, and, and aggressive qualities. Absolutely. Well, and I love how you put it because, you know, the one thing I was struggling with is, and now I understand it, you know, all of these profiles feed into whatever my mission is. You know, I get mission focused. I'm like, I'm going to help the world. I'm going to teach women this. I'm going to, you know, do whatever, save kids, a whole thing. And that's where that leader comes in. But you have to switch through all these different things. Like if I don't have a baseline knowledge of of what I'm doing and how do I help people, I can't lead. If I'm not a team player and I can't get my team around me, I can't lead. If I, you know, you know, there's times where I need to be the emotional intelligence specialist or in case, you know, creating these radio shows, the creative idealist, but they all feed into that, you know, charismatic leader charmer because I always have a vision. I always have a cause. There's something that propels me towards that. And you mentioned the fifth chakra. I just wanted to clarify for everybody listening today. That's the throat chakra, what he's talking about. That's the speaking. That's the sharing. You know, can you uh, share a little bit about the uh, chakras for the people listening today who might not be as familiar with them as others? Sure. I mean, as I mentioned before, I run an energy medicine school, and and so we study how to how to bring people into their highest level of energetics. So so we're, we're sort of like a, a mystery school. We want the we want people to to live on and and to and to thrive on their soul energy, which is this infinite well of energy within us that doesn't need food or water or or, or, or sleep. It just it just is it, it exists. Um, and and so and and the energies that we work with in our daily life are called chakras and they're and they represent our our uh uh you know the, the levels of our of our consciousness we've got a physical chakra we've got an emotional chakra we've got a action chakra we've got a relationship chakra we've got a how we speak and communicate a chakra and and we've got a mind that that sees the big picture chakra and we've got a connection to to spirit or or or, or the divine chakra and and then, and those are, and that's basically the things that all the things that happen in your life go through these these energy centers and and so to understand that these energy centers are like magnets and when you have a deep purpose a soul purpose or a character um your your chakras your energy system or your aura literally is it creates the law of attraction it it pulls to you your life that you're supposed to live if you don't know who you are you have a lot of life coming at you that you think that's not mine. I don't want that. That's nothing about who I am. So, so you know, I was, uh, you know, for instance, I, I talk about about my um, uh, being uh, trying to be a knowledgeable achiever, and and yet every night I'm having these crazy dreams. I'm having these visions. I'm I'm on the tennis court and and playing competitive, you know, competitive professional tennis, and and time stops and goes backward and forward and I'm like I'm getting these zone states where where I'm hitting the ball but I'm not even aware that I'm moving and you know and I'm and I'm I'm in these altered states of of consciousness which knowledgeable achievers generally don't have uh but I don't know that I just think that's just weird and I'm not going to tell anybody about that and then Bruce, I'm going to cut you yeah. off right now I'm going to take I'm us sure. to commercial break because we're going to pick this up when we come back this is powered up talk radio my name is Sandra Beck our guest today is Reese Thomas R-H-Y-S Thomas if you love this show you're going to love his book discover your purpose how to use five life purpose profiles to unlock your hidden potential and live the life you are meant to live we're going to be more uh we're going to have more from Reese back after the break 
we've got lots more powered up with Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin after these messages. Have you heard? The pages of American Patchwork and Quilting magazine come to life on our new weekly online radio show, American Patchwork and Quilting. Join Pat Sloan, our blogging and quilt designer host, as she talks about the latest trends, ideas, and inspirations. Her guests include quilt pattern designers, authors, quilt shop owners, and our editors. All quilters, just like you. Call in with your questions. Get quilting tips from industry experts. Learn about free patterns. Hear behind-the-scenes stories from our magazines, American Patchwork and Quilting, Quilt Sampler, and Quilts and More. Get the scoop on free stuff and find out more about the best independent quilt shops in North America. To listen to a live show, tune in Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern. Just log on to allpeoplequilt.com slash radio. To hear past shows, go to iTunes and search for American Patchwork and Quilting Radio. We hope you'll join us because we know that quilting changes everything. This is... God in Country, the collision of faith and politics, hosted by nationally known speaker, Reverend Dr. Sean Michael Greener. Not your typical Rev. Dr. Sean is a proud military veteran, former law enforcement officer, and founder of the internationally regarded Executive Protection Team. Dr. Sean holds a bachelor's degree in biblical counseling and master's and doctorate degrees in theology, and is currently pursuing a doctorate in ministry with a Hebrew worldview focus. Through his counseling, elite life coaching, and national speaking, this ninja pastor tells it like it is. This series is biblically and politically engaged with the pedal to the metal. Join host and author of the acclaimed yet controversial book, Excellence Killed the Church, How Mediocrity is Destroying America, Dr. Sean Michael Greener. Every Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here on this radio network. We're back with Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin. Here's more Powered Up with Beck and Franklin. Hey, ladies, this is Sandra Beck, and Linda Franklin has the night off, and we're going to get right to it because I could talk to this guy forever, and I probably will. Uh, his name is Reese Thomas, Discover Your Purpose, How to Use Your Five uh, Life Purpose Profiles to Unlock Your Hidden Potential and Live the Life You Were Meant to Live. This is a must-read, girls. You've got to go out and get your own copy, especially if you're dating. And we're going to talk a little bit about uh, relationship compatibility with uh, respect to uh, Reese's profiles that he came up with. Now, I want to share with you guys, if you missed the first three quarters of today's show, you can find us on iTunes. You can search Powered Up Talk Radio. You can go to our website, poweredup.talkradio.com. You can go to our host station, Global Broadcasting Networks, at T-O-G-I-N-E-T.com. I don't know where you're listening from. Uh, we are in 18 different countries, which is so very exciting. Um, Reese. Dating, marriages, relationships, that's the name of the game. I got to tell you, um, I was so happy that you have this section where you kind of compare the two profiles going together because when you put me, the charismatic leader charmer, with the knowledgeable achiever, which was my ex-husband, um, 
I was not surprised <laughs> to find out that that was not compatible. No, it's not going to work. No, no, because because you ultimately need someone. If you're a charismatic leader, you need some. You need the you need the team player to worship you. And and what ends up happening? Uh, in, in what's one of the biggest struggles with with the profiles for people for for men and women is that men think they're supposed to be the 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 leaders. They're they're brought up to believe in in, in almost every culture that they're supposed to be the the leader or the achiever, and then, and women are supposed to be the caretakers and the uh, and and the lovers or, or, or the or the soft ones. And, um, and, and so, and it doesn't necessarily play out before they get married, but once they get married, the, the archetypal laws of marriage are so strong. When you decide to get married, those are, those, those laws that you energetically just sort of start and, and women will say, okay, well, he's the leader and I'll be his team player. And, and if you were trying to be his team player or his, uh, you know, his soft loving, uh, spouse, when you were really a leader or a, or a charismatic leader, I mean, a leader or or an achiever, um, it's only going to work for a very short period of time, and then you're going to get very tired of it, and uh, and, and and vice versa. Um, you know, the men that that are trying to hold up this this facade. So so it's important to understand who you are, and then and then also know that there will be certain people that you just won't get along well with. And 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 as much as everybody loves a charismatic man or woman you know they're beautiful they're they're seductive they're charming there's only one profile that will ever get along with them in marriage and those are the team players because they can put up with all of their stuff because the charismatic leader by their nature is a high energy high need uh, person that needs to be supported in doing their thing, and they want to be a leader, and they want to be allowed to be a leader. Uh, and what's and what's crazy is sometimes the charismatic leader will marry the team player, um, and then disrespect them because the person doesn't have they don't understand the value of that in their life. So knowing your profile is is really important. And and just so you know, charismatic leaders will be the most happy when they have a. a a team player. So, ladies, if, if you're thinking about, you know, if you've got a, if you've got the charismatic leader, um, you will naturally be attracted to charismatic leader men because they're like you. But what'll happen is, is that when they start pushing and deciding that they're going to be doing it their way, and you won't have a say. You're going to kill them, and it's not going to be it's it's not going to be very pretty, and and so it's it's better to know up front that you're doing that relationship just for fun, not because charismatic leader men are a lot of fun, but but they can also be a very you know they are they're the ones they're the ones that everybody says oh yeah I had that relationship um, you know because they can they can get very controlling and very angry and 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 not and, and sort of change change uh, change change spots, so to speak, from what they said they were at the beginning. But the truth is, is that, is that uh, the charismatic leaders are, are wonderful, you know, people when they are being supported in being, in being a leader and they need a team player to be with them. And so if you're, if you're a charismatic leader, you should be looking for guys who really care about you and not looking for guys that are like these super independent doing their own thing because you're going to go into competition with them, and it's not it's not going to it's not going to end up being this this deep loving sort of natural relationship. And then if you're a knowledgeable achiever or an emotional intelligence specialist, they're the other pair. So, so the charismatic leader needs the supportive person to to be there, and the the supportive person needs a charismatic leader to tell them how amazing they are. Because a true charismatic leader. You you always feel like you're fantastic around them, and the team player will tend to not, not 
feel that way. They'll tend to sacrifice themselves, and a charismatic leader will be the one that says, "No, no, no, you're amazing. This is this is how how, how you know I see this," and they will totally encourage them. So they're a natural match made in heaven. And then the other match made in heaven is the is the knowledgeable achiever and the emotional intelligence specialist. Uh, in their core, the knowledgeable achiever needs to find their heart. And the emotional intelligence specialist teaches them how to have a heart and really care and really open up and be this gentle because knowledgeable achievers actually are hiding a very delicate heart. And the emotional intelligence specialist allows them to feel that. They tend to be like the Tin Man in The, in the Wizard of Oz um, and, and really structured, but they really are very gentle. And so the emotional intelligence specialist makes it safe for them to let that more vulnerable side out. And then, and then the knowledgeable achiever gives the emotional intelligence specialists who tend to be very water-like and emotional, um, give them a little bit more structure and support them and remind them how important it is for people to have these huge hearts and, and loves. And, and, uh, and so they, they're naturally together. Or in their defense, uh, the knowledgeable achiever will be highly critical of the emotional intelligence specialist and say, you just shouldn't be crying so much. And the emotional intelligence specialist will say, and you're heartless. And then it doesn't work very well. But, but knowing the difference between the, 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 the core and the defense it allows the relationships, and I, I can tell you how many people come into the come into my school. Uh, we, I have mostly women. I mean, we do we do ninety five percent women in our program. I have one hundred twenty five people that come into the program each year, and um, and uh, and many of them, not many, but but a good handful of, of women come in saying, "I need to get a divorce," uh, you know, from from this person, and um, and. I can't, many of them find out that the person is actually perfect for them, but they just didn't know how to be themselves with them and, uh, and didn't understand and looked at them and, and were trying to make them be somebody that they weren't. And once they understood who they were and the fantastic quality that's within that – they, you know, they they fell back in love, and and so, and and, and there and there are certainly the the cases where people are married and they realize that that they have nothing in common with their partner except for them trying to be somebody that they aren't, uh, and and that doesn't work out. But um, but those are the combinations, and it's and it's and knowing that when you're going into the dating world will solve an enormous number of problems because if you keep dating the wrong type of person and hoping that the next one will work out, that's just crazy. And, and then when you think about the creative idealists, those of you that are creative idealists uh, like me, you now date from your secondary because creative idealists are married to their ideas and their work and their fun. You know, they, they enjoy playing, but they tend not to um, have as deep a connection or, or purpose in life in, in relationship. The other four are the relationship uh, uh, elements. And so the creative idealist comes into relationship through whatever their strong secondary quality is. So for me, it's it's uh, I have both the knowledgeable achiever and the charismatic leader as my secondary qualities. So I come into relationship from from those. That's so cool because I you know I got to tell you uh, one of the things that happened you know in my in my divorce after ten years is I I was always put in a position in my marriage and I put myself there so I'm not blaming anybody um, but that I I had no voice you know and it's so funny that you you brought up that thing about the you know the charismatic leader in their voice and then the knowledgeable achiever you know like shooting when they get in defense mode you know kind of shooting being critical whatever and that was such a big issue towards the end of our marriage you know we had a 10-year marriage and I always felt like I was in the I was doing the wrong thing all the time and I couldn't be who what I was and the 
biggest thing is that I lost my voice. I had disappeared in this marriage and, and you know, I kept getting these readings. People are like, you got to open your chakra. You're blah, blah, blah. Everything was about my, mm-hmm. my voice. And then, you know, I get a divorce. I get on the radio and, and then I get to be the person that I wanted to be. But I got to tell you, you're dead on with that leadership thing because one of the fights my ex-husband and I had right before, you know, divorce was filed was we had a, an issue and he's like, you always have to be Michael Jordan because this guy was from Chicago and a big sports fan. And he's like, <laughs> you have to be Michael Jordan. And I'm like, yes, I do. And when are you going to understand? You need to be Scottie Pippen, Phil Jackson, and the rest of the guys all at once. And that was a fight we had. And that's right in alignment with what you were talking about. Totally, totally. And he gets it. He, the knowledgeable achievers get it. They just can't – They knowledgeable achievers – uh, in their own way, always want to be charismatic leaders. They want to. They want to have that sort of extra passion. They want to be. You know, they want to be the go-to. They want to be the Michael Jordan. They want to be. You know, they want to be the one that's, that that does it. But they're really not. And and they're they're the ones who who are who set the plays up. They're they're the ones who are always there. They're the ones who are consistently doing things. But they don't have that. And so and and so when you had it, it it really made him fe- feel insecure. Because Absolutely. at some basic level, you were more powerful than he was, and 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 when you know, and and when you're more powerful than he is, was, and you're playing smaller, it, it's sort of like cr- creates this huge imbalance in the relationship that doesn't work for either one of you. And and now, on the other hand, had you been in your power, you could have. You know, two people that are in their core qualities. Any anybody can live with anybody if they're out of defense. And uh, and and one of the things that that uh, that I do tell charismatic leader women about is men have very very tiny little egos. Um, I mean, huge big egos, but tiny tiny <laughs> t- tiny ability to deal with with life. And and so the charismatic leader is also incredibly charming. And can totally control and and have their way by being loving. Oh, you big lug! I just love you. You are. Oh my such god! A, you're reading no. my mind. <laughs> and 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 that when you do it when you do it not not against them, but but I mean truly, if you love the person, you that's the way you want to treat them. But if you're in this battle, which charismatic leaders love to battle, um, if you're in this battle for control, you won't do that. And so you, you're missing the, one of the greatest tools. Men are so easy. You just be nice to them, you know, and, and, and in a way that oh, Lisa, it's not, I got to not... end the show. I can't oh, shoot. do this. Oh, I know we're right. just getting into the juicy part. So we're yeah, going to yeah. I promise you guys, buy his book, Reese Thomas. If you're out there dating, I've learned more about myself in this last, you know, 60 minutes than I have probably in the last six years. Reese Thomas, his book is Discover Your Purpose, How to Use the Five Life Purpose Profiles to Unlock Your Hidden Potential and Live the Life You Are Meant to Be or Meant to Live. We will be back next week with more great authors and more great books for you to read. This is Sandra Beck of Powered Up Talk Radio. We'll see you next week. We're so glad you joined us for Powered Up with Beck and Franklin. Sandra Beck, Los Angeles-based single mother and technology company owner, knows what it's like to be fit, funny, and fantastic in your 40s. Linda Franklin, a New Yorker with a successful marriage and pro-